What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? All right, guys. So none of us like to wait, right? But Adam Sandler went to an IHOP a few weeks ago and was told that his wait was going to be 30 minutes. He dipped. He said, nah, I'm out. Now he got called out for it. And he's saying that for the record, he only left IHOP because he was told that the all-you-can-eat meal did not apply to milkshakes. Sedano, are you buying that? Or he was like, yo, I'm Adam Sandler. You better let me sit down right now. Or did he No, I, I, listen, I, I don't. Okay, why can't it just be this? Because I'm not waiting 30 minutes to eat at an IHOP. Like, you know, why or would anywhere. He at an IHOP? <laughs> By the way, I mean, listen, if you like pancakes, it's a great place to go. Um, but, like, I'm not waiting. How about this? I'm not waiting 30 minutes to eat almost anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of places you can go to eat exactly. if you're hungry. Like, that's the thing to me. Like, nothing to me is more important than my time. Now, I understand certain places are away. And maybe if a place has a bar, right, I, I would wait 20 or 30 minutes if I can mm -hmm. have a drink or something like that. But you ain't getting that at IHOP. I know they sell beer at some IHOPs. But, mm -hmm. like, like, no. Like, I'm not waiting for food unless there's some bar situation I can wait at. So, I, yeah, I'm out on almost any of those situations. So I don't think it has anything to do with he's too good to need to be seated right away. I just think it's a time frame thing. Oh, oh, I hop. I, I want to go to I hop and have a milkshake. I'm Adam Sandler. Oh, I need a milkshake from I hop. Those milkshakes uh, are damn good, though. I'll give them that. That is a uh, really bizarre story. Like, I'm not waiting 30 minutes at an I hop. Like, in particular. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm good. There's other places. It's fine. Uh, yeah. And then I think if somebody got a hold of him. Oh, I love the whole call him out thing. We got to call him out. Adam Sandler, he's yeah, too good. Call him out for what, though? Yeah, like, right. He's too it. good. He left. Oh, he thinks he's somebody. He should get into IHOP, while the rest of us should have to wait at IHOP. No, just, oh, I like the milkshakes very much. Thank you. I mean, I'm not waiting at IHOP. <laughs> right. <laughs> Greg, are you waiting, waiting at IHOP? I'm not waiting at IHOP. Yeah. No, no. I mean, how many places are you waiting 30 minutes for a table that doesn't have oh. a bar? That doesn't have a bar? I mean, I'll still wait depending upon what the restaurant is, but it can't be a chain like IHOP. Right. When I, I can just did. drive to another location within 30 minutes and probably get in faster. Correct. <laughs> Not doing that. So to come to Adam Sandler's defense, the original story was that he was he was told 30 minutes because the lady didn't know that it was him. So, so but that doesn't all. matter. Right, but that's just what that was all about. Everybody has to know who he is. I mean, by the way, sometimes you see Adam Sandler and you're like, you see a picture of him, or you're like, damn, dude, like, I don't know if it's his beard, or he's just sloppy. You're like, maybe you just don't recognize him. Like, wow, that's Adam yeah, Sandler. Beard, mask. He's actually a really humble person, so I don't think it was because. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I, yeah, uh, that's my point. Yeah. I've, like, I've had an opportunity to spend a lot of time around him because we used to ball in the same gym. He's and a baller. He, he balls, man. He does. He does. I like that and, subtle, and he, like, yo, I used to ball with Adam Sandler. Okay. Mm -hmm. no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, because you started talking about his character, so I wanted to co-sign with you based yeah, no, upon he's... my own experience with him. And you can find out a lot about people in general from ball, mm -hmm. but certainly you can find out a lot about people who are celebrities or of note from ball. Mm -hmm. And he's always been chill, always cool, never, you know, called stupid fouls or anything like that. So I have a hard time believing he flipped out on IHOP because of the 30-minute wait because they didn't know who he was. He might have well, just yeah, said, I, 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 I ain't waiting around 30 minutes. Right. That's it. I ain't you waiting know, 30 minutes. Call, like, called why out because he doesn't want to wait. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't get it. I have a question. What if what? your mom, and I'm going to call it because my mom made me wait 35 minutes for Denny's this weekend. Would you guys be like, okay, Ooh. let me suck it up. It's my mom. She wants to eat here. I God mean, if why. mom wanted Denny's that bad, then I'd stick, I guess I I'd did. suck it up. But, yeah, for mom. But I'm not waiting 30 minutes for Denny's. I'm waiting 30 minutes for mom. That's right, that's go. true. That's true. I waited 30, 35 minutes for you, but, mom. Okay, but I would also go, tell Z's point. Get on my phone and look to see if there's a Denny's closer, and and call them and be like, "Yo, do you have a wait? No, okay, mom, I got another Denny's." Now they all had a. Wait It'll take them. us ten minutes to get there. <laughs> she really wanted all. Denny's. Though. I mean, she was committed to Denny's. She was really committed to Denny's. No, like, but you can go to another Denny's. Is no, my but point. they were all. Actually, that was the shortest line, guys. Okay, then that's fair. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, not changing Dennis. locations, and I, I mean, once you're out of place, you just kind of wait and go, go with it. Well, when you do leave and you go someplace else, you always go like this: Why did we leave and yep. go someplace else? Because it exactly. took us longer to leave and go someplace else. If we would have just stayed there 35 minutes, we'd already be done eating. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just depends. You yeah. got to make you got to make the decision. You got to you got to get the. You got to do your, uh, you know, Google Maps, right? You know, get some Waze in there, figure out the map. Oh, man, Waze sucks. Waze no, sucks. No, yeah, definitely. Waze does suck, actually. I, I always use Waze. Waze suck. I like Waze. So do I. Oh, no. No, terrible. bro, it's What's terrible. What's better? I mean, like, I use Google Maps, but what, what I prefer else? Google Maps. I'm a Google Maps person. I do Apple. Apple Maps. Oh, I think Apple's terrible. It's it's now better than Waze. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go on your suggestion, and I'll let you know what I think. Sounds good. All right, thank you. Are you a Google Maps and Apple a Waze? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily use Waze anymore because it's like an extra step, right? Like, right. if you're looking something up you don't know, chances are you're going to do like a Safari or a Chrome or something, and then it has directions, so you can just push the button as opposed but, to... But it takes you to something. It takes you to something on your yeah. phone. Yeah, but it normally is not Waze. Right. Like, that link isn't to Waze. That's like a whole separate Right. It's usually thing. Apple or Google. Right. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, All right, so this Aaron Rodgers thing. Go on. It's weird. (laughs) Um, You finally picked up what I've been putting down, huh? (laughs) No. So, uh, by the way, Luca is going nuts in this game. I'm watching him just going bonkers. Um, So here's the deal. The Packers flew here to L.A. where Aaron is staying at the moment in the offseason. And I don't have the address. Elsa, I'm sorry. Checking. Yeah, they uh, they <laughs> and they met with him. And according to our Adam Schefter, there's no budging. According to Peter King, there's no budging. There's a lot of people telling us no budging. OK, all people that would be in the know in this situation. And, you know, when do you just don't I mean, the Packers feel like they're that person in the relationship that just doesn't get it anymore. That there, No matter how much groveling you do, the relationship is over. And sometimes you just have to realize that's the case. If I were the Packers, I'd get rid of them as fast as I could. And by the way, it's not because I don't love Aaron Rodgers. I do. It's just that when you're a 36- or 37-year-old guy and you haven't won a Super Bowl in 10 years, and I'm not blaming that on Aaron Rodgers. It's just that Aaron Rodgers has had 10 years since his Super Bowl to get the Packers back, and they haven't. They've gone through managerial changes at the top. They've gone through coaching changes. There's been tons of personnel changes. The fact of the matter is he's a 37-year-old guy who desperately wants out, and you've already drafted his replacement. You drafted the replacement to watch him play so that when he's ready, it's time. Well, the time has come. 
And I really think that uh, when you listen to all these people around the country talking about this story, like Terry Bradshaw, say things like, you know, he's weak. He's not weak. It's not that he's worried that the guy's going to take his job. It's that he's really tired of the fact that they don't seem to be doing enough to support him winning now. They're worried about the future. If I were the Packers, man, I'd move on. Well, it's like this. There are certain people who are adults enough to break up with people. And then there are other people who are cowards and they need the other person to break up with them because they can't do it themselves. The Packers as an organization, they're the latter. They're making Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable so that he does demand to leave. While they try to do the PR move, which is, hey, we're trying to keep him. But if you're really paying attention, they're not. He had no conversations in terms of who was a new coach. God knows he has no conversations in terms of their needs in free agency, nor their needs through the draft. They basically say, we're in control, we're doing this, you get with the program, and he's excelled despite not really having much of a voice at all in terms of the formation of the roster. They're trying to break up with them. They are trying to move on, but they can't break up with them straight up because they don't have the guts to handle the PR backlash. They don't have the guts to handle their fan base who will be ticked off that they ran out the MVP. So what do they do? They pretend as if they're trying to woo them back, even though, to your point, George, they already know the relationship is dead because they actually decided to break up with him beforehand. Right, and I will say this. Um, Scott, you mentioned earlier that he knows he's better than Jordan Love. Yeah, of course he does. But that's what annoyed him. Like, well, right, that's what annoyed him. There's Jordan no Love's question. sitting on the bench, and he's looking over at Jordan Love, and he's going... Okay, so they drafted this guy in the first round to replace me five years from now. You know what they could have done is they could not have not even five years from right, now. Right, whatever it yeah. is, two years, three years. Right. They could have drafted somebody to make our defense better, or maybe they could have let me have an opinion on something that maybe I would like to see on our team to get better. But they they're not. They've already drafted his replacement. He's already seen this movie because he was Jordan Love at one time in his career. Correct. And so listen, he's done with them and when he says it this publicly look if you want if you know one thing about this guy because remember his brother was on the tv show the bachelorette telling the whole world yeah aaron Rodgers hates us all man won't talk to his mom dad brother none of us i mean he's a grudge holder right so i believe him when he there says is he's definitely done. that he is a grudge holder well, that is a good I'm point i'm not going to use his family as the, as the basis of whether or not he's a grudge holder because that's personal well it's a fine example as well but well, no, it, it, you don't it, know what happened in the family. You don't know how he grew up. You don't know what his parents may have said or done to him as a child. You don't know what he's wrestling with. So I'm not going to use their personal business as a family to decide whether or not he holds grudges in his professional life. Now, you got some professional examples. I'm all here for it. But everybody's family structure and relationships are different. And I don't think it's right, fair here, I'll to give say you, based I'll, upon brothers who were upset and go on TV and put the family business out in the streets, that means automatically that Aaron Rodgers is a problem. Well, no, let me give you, I'll give you a professional example then. There we go. Okay, here you go. So Mike McCarthy, the previous coach, now the Dallas Cowboys coach, when the, well, he's got the title. <laughs> Let's call it that, he's right? Got, okay. He got the title. All right. When Mike McCarthy was the coach of the Packers and the Packers went to the Seahawks to play in the NFC title game, they lost that game late in the game yeah. by a point or two. Mike McCarthy, and, I, I called for – I never do this. On Twitter, I went and said he should be fired after that game. And, and what, the reason the game was lost is because they kicked two 
20-yard field goal. So when you're yes. in on the road in a place like Seattle and you're on the three-yard line, you, you don't score kick, seven. you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got to score so, seven. So Rodgers never forgave him for yeah. his conservative play calling. Secondly, LZ, here's another him. professional example. Yeah. The quarterback's coach of the Packers and Rodgers were very close. And McCarthy Alex fired, Van Pelt. Right. Who was was he your college Pelt. teammate too? He was my college roommate. So okay. now I'm coming to you with some real personal stuff here, LZ. So now these guys were very close, and Van Pelt was the intermediary between McCarthy and Rodgers because they didn't really get along. Well, McCarthy didn't like that. He was losing control of the player. He fired the coach. Um, Rodgers ran to the Super Bowl that year and couldn't like, talk about it enough. Like, they screwed me over. They went behind my back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he got McCarthy fired. He's a grudge holder. That's how he is. He's just, that's just the way he's wired and built. And the personal life example was put out in public by the brothers. You're right. Not everybody knows the details. But I'm giving you some professional examples. He's a grudge holder, and he doesn't want to go back, and I think he will not go back to Green Bay. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't because they've been very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And maybe it's because they don't have an owner. Because if they had an owner. Oh, my God. Forget owner. (laughs) Do you know the process? Because I can explain it to you because I've done the research on this. Um, because I did it because what, last time I filled in for Max, which, by the way, I probably should have mentioned, I'm filling in for Max tomorrow. So between oh, 11 nice. and 1, make sure you tune into the Max Kellerman show. It'll be me. I'm trying um, to do a phony phone call to you on that show. You're never going to know it's me. Okay. You tried that the last time. It didn't get through. Well, because so it was go. busy. There were a lot right. of calls. Yeah, it's a national radio show. It's a little different than getting in here. Um, Let me get you. But anyway, the, 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 this is the trajectory to that, okay? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. I'll tell you on the other side. Plus, I want to get to how we need to respect our elders when it comes to the Lakers. We'll do all that in three minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. That is funny because he kind of did bring it up. You know, I, it took me two hours to get over that, and now you bring it back up. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah. He has been being real nice. He was being nice to Mason Ireland. He's being nice to you, and now thinks you're coming after me. I get it. All right. It is a little Orange Juice Jones today right, buddy. Uh, on National Orange Juice Day. You got that right, sucker. Is there a bet, like? Is there anyone else that's famous with the name Orange? I don't or know, orange man, but juice? Orange Juice Jones, man, he's cool, man. I know he had I mean, one song. We have song. juices. We have plenty of juices. Many orange OJs. Juice Jones. This is one, his one song. I saw you and him walking in the rain. This it's a great is a song. great song. Great song. It is a great song. By the way, LZ. Mm-hmm. I have a study of the UCLA, from UCLA. CBS News reports a study based uh, on a UCLA study about juices. Are you ready? I am ready. The juice is loose. Pomegranate is the healthiest of them all because it contains the most of every type of antioxidant. It wins in all categories, and it's thought that it might do some very good things. It may protect against some cancers, such as prostate cancer. It might also modify heart disease risk factors, and it could be healthy for your heart. So pomegranate was the clear winner in the study. 
So your bouginess is well informed. There you go. All right. Okay. So you're not just bougie for bougie's sake. No, no, right. no, no. And the and the Bruins are backing me up. And and therefore pomegranate juice is an upgrade to orange juice. Yes. Got it. Yeah. All right. So you asked me real quick about um, something on the way to break, Kaplan. Yeah, I don't remember. We were talking about. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. Oh, LZ. No, LZ said because they don't have an owner, the uh, the Packers. And, yes, that leads to a lot of different challenges with Aaron Rodgers. Because think about it. If you're LeBron, let's just say, and you got a problem, you can go call Genie Bus, right? There's an owner, yep. right? Yep. If you are um, Mookie Betts or Clayton Kershaw – you, well, I mean, there's a lot. There's different owners with the Dodgers as a group, but nonetheless, you can get an actual owner, right? Like on the phone. Right. That cannot happen with the Green Bay Packers because here is the way that situation is set up. There is, it's it's obviously one of the uh, you know there. It's famously known as the team that is owned uh, by the public, right? right? So here's how this works: coach reports to GM, GM reports to CEO. Now this is where it gets interesting. The CEO. LZ, reports to a seven-person committee, okay? That seven-person committee, this isn't done yet, okay? has It's one more layer. There is a fifth layer, and that seven-person committee of the Green Bay Packers then reports to a 43-person oh, board, gosh. okay? And that's how decisions get done, big decisions get done with the Green Bay Packers, which to me is a very difficult challenge in professional sports where you have to be nimble and is or in a delicate situation like this one. Oh my gosh, that is way 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 too much, but it also just illuminates as to why Aaron Price feels the way that he does. You know, it's it's really no clear person to even complain to. Yeah. Or or you know, to even not even complain to. Like you look and ask yourself who has my back. And every other quarterback in his league can point to their owner for the most part mm-hmm. and believe they have their back because they have the job. Correct. Aaron Rodgers has never had that. No. And so in addition to the fact that the Packers have been trying to break up with him for you know whatever reasons, um, by disrespecting him, which is very cowardly, they should just trade him straight up as opposed to trying to force him out with these bad decisions or questionable decisions, if you will. But – he doesn't really feel like he's being supported because he doesn't have what every other quarterback has, which is the owner as the wind underneath his wings. He's fighting alone, so he might as well want to. I can see him wanting to bounce. Plus, hmm. and this is the this is the this is the real truth. He's been able to cover up their ineptitude for so long. People are blaming him for falling short. More so than they are looking at the the, the 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 voids within the roster construction and saying, why in the hell haven't y'all gotten this man a, a, a beast yet? Why right, he's still, got one in Devontae Adams, and he's still got a bunch of people. A, go a bunch get of guys who are them. like seventh round picks. Yeah, is why go get me one of them dudes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Get me one um, of them dudes. It, even Brett Favre, okay, who you know has had. I mean, he's had a much better relationship with Aaron, obviously, as uh, time has gone by. Uh, but even he was like, yeah, man, this thing's over. 
like, like because he's out they there. know who he is. That's just yeah. it, you know. It's right. The situation is such that he's already explained why he wants out. Everybody can come up with a reason why it seems to make sense. I've given you the opposite perspective, which is if I'm the Packers organization, I'm ready to move on as well. Yeah. That's why I drafted his replacement. Right. So, um, you know, listen, it, it is over. It is time. He wants out. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Green Bay, but let me tell you, I it have. is for, for a, you know, the most incredible stadium in this little teeny tiny town. And I know everybody in the middle of the town, in right. the middle of this like neighborhood, right. like and a to, residential neighborhood. Right. Yes. To me, there's like there's Lambeau Field and there's some prison. And then there's just a bunch of little houses and there's nothing. Right. And, you know, they run this thing like a company. But you see what Aaron Rodgers thinks is that he's the CEO and that he's not replaceable. But in, in, in actuality, he's like an executive vice president. The CEO is way above him. And guys like him are replaceable. Nobody thought Joe Montana was replaceable, but they do that. This is what happens at the end of quarterback careers. And actually, LZ, I think you're, you're on to something about their PR nightmare and how they have to sell this thing which is why it just couldn't be smooth. You, can you imagine going to the Packers fan base and going, oh, yeah, we just decided to move on from him? No, no, no. It, it has to be some form of a breakup. And from his perspective, maybe yeah. his way of forcing his way out is saying, if I don't just start disparaging the organization publicly, I'll never get myself out of there. Yeah. Now, here's exactly what Brett said, to your point, uh, Cap. Quote, I know Aaron. If he has a grudge, he ain't budging. I don't see him coming back unless somehow this gets resolved. Um, and, and look, it's very insightful. I know. Right? They, yeah. I don't see him coming back unless it gets resolved. What right. kind of information <laughs> yeah, is that? You might as well just shut up. Right. They should have like stopped the quote. They should have been like, you know what? Let's just stop the quote right here. <laughs> He's not going to, nothing's yeah. going to happen unless it gets resolved. Oh yeah. shoot. Brett Favre but, dropping but, bars. But if you're the Packers, begging doesn't help you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, we've seen this over and over again. You want to, you want to help yourself? Go get him a dude. You want to help yourself? I, it's too late now. It's get him late. a dude. It's too late now. Yeah, it not enough too, dudes. It ain't, you, it ain't too late. You can you get him a lot of dudes. If no, you can no get dude. him a dude, no yeah, he might now. think about it. Nah, he's yeah, he's somebody late. else's dude. He's going to play with some other dudes. Yeah, I think he's going to Denver, which would be really bad for Greg and the Raiders. Well, I'm sorry, Greg. Well, they already got Gruden. He's already really bad for them and the Raiders. Right. So, well, and Mahomes is in the division, and Herbert. The yeah. Chargers are going to be good again. Like, <laughs> yeah, the but the good thing is, sixteen and zero for those of us who are Rams fans. At least poor Matt Stafford doesn't have to look over his shoulder again because Aaron Rodgers is still there. Right. That is true. He actually got that. away from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Though it's not over. No, he's yeah. going to have to not, deal with Russell Wilson. It's not over. Yeah. Yeah, Russell is great. Uh, all right, coming up next, big deal or no deal. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
All right. Time for big deal, no deal. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. Greg, what do you got? All right, Scott, let's start with you. So if you've ever lived in, have you ever lived in a city that had snow? It was a snow city at any point in your life? Who? Uh, Scott. Yeah, dude. Lived yeah. in lived New, York New York City. Yeah. Lived in yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so, yeah. so you've lived in a city with with snow. This, the, in snow days, for kids, is a big deal. There was a, New York public schools are taking that away. The New York City Department of Education says that schools will have e-learning instead of snow days from now on, starting next year. Is this a big deal or no deal? What? Uh, big deal. I think it's great. Smart. Listen, we all learned, I can tell you right now, my four kids all went to school right here in my house. And um, I know, listen, parents, I got it, especially parents of boys, young teenage boys who got stuck playing video games in their rooms. Dude, I get it. It was a tough year and a half. But I'll tell you, as a a father of three girls in particular, they were fine with with school online. Now, look, you got to make sure that everybody got availability to computers and to technology so that kids who come from uh, you know, communities that are underserved have access to education. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But you don't need snow days and add-on school days. You just have school now on your computer. That's the way it should go. I'm really glad to hear you bring up the latter part because that's the reason why I hate this idea. Hate this idea. Because it clearly leaves out people who don't have access to good internet service or has a computer at home. Why would you do that? Why would you, on top of all the struggles that someone without those resources have to overcome to do the homework when they get back home from school, now you're going to ostracize them even more and discourage them even more by continuing lessons when there's no way they have access to it? Unless there's some more detail to this plan that wasn't just shared, this is a terrible idea, New York. You do not need to do this, especially you in New York, given the socioeconomic dynamics of your city and how people are being pushed out all the time because of money and and rent prices and stuff like that. This is terrible unless you're talking about making sure that everyone has access to the Internet and has a computer at home, which I don't think you have the funds to do, but I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, I third that. yeah, so I'm, I'm with them. I think it's a big deal, but for the reasons that the guys have outlined. Let's, what's next, Craig? All right, George. The Foo Fighters had a concert on Sunday, and they brought out Brian Johnson of ACDC to sing Back in Black. K-Rock today tweeted out the, the performance with, a, with the headline, Foo Fighters brought out the ACDC singer during their performance Sunday night in Inglewood. Is this a big deal or no deal? Hold on. Who did that? K-Rock. <laughs> I mean, you're like the like heritage classic, um, not classic rock, but like the heritage rock station um, in Southern California. Like, even though you're not the classic rock station, you probably should be a little more reverential, uh, you know, than that. I would say that is, uh, I would say that's a, that's a big deal. Like, you, you know, you, even though it's not their genre of music, you know, it was at one point, <laughs> you know, many many moons ago. So it, it did lay the foundation for the music that uh, that they play now. So w- would you read the tweet one more time, though, Greg? Yeah, Foo Fighters brought out the ACDC singer, not his name, the ACDC singer during their performance Sunday night in Inglewood. <laughs> you know, I wonder how many, even people who like ACDC, how many people know the lead singer's name? 
I'll tell you guys, I've seen ACDC in concert. Horrible. Terrible right. performance. On the that. other hand, Foo Fighters is one of my favorite bands, especially live. And as Dave Grohl always says, we're the highest paid cover band on the planet. So to bring out the ACDC singer, nameless, because I don't know it, um, to bring out the ACDC singer and have him jam with those guys is awesome. I wish I would have known about this show at SoFi because I wanted to go. I saw Mason was there. Sounded yeah, like an Mason amazing show. Yeah, Mason was there. He was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. No deal. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Fair enough. No All deal. Right. All right. Um, real quick, by the way, uh, Foo Fighters, if you have HBO Max, mm-hmm. uh, the Foo Fighters, this is probably like now six or seven years ago, they did a documentary series mm-hmm. um, on HBO called Sonic Highways yeah. where they basically went to jam with all the different like cool local bands of different cities. Yeah. And they kind of like talk to them about the history of music in their particular town. If you love music, it's worth watching. It's called Sonic Highways. Dude, anyway. I got a bunch of buddies that have a band called the Foos Fighters. And they're a, a tribute band. And they all look and sound just like the guys in the Foo Fighters. Oh, that's fine. And if you close your eyes, it's them. It's awesome. Cool. Uh, what's next, Greg? All right, LZ. So Scott Brooks said last night that Russell Westbrook, who had 24 assists, 21 rebounds, and 14 points for another triple-double, will go down as the second-best point guard in history. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's no deal. Come on, man. I mean, what is he going to say? Russ is all right? Right. He's coached him almost all his whole – he's coached him for a long time over the years. Two spots now. Yes, Exactly. I mean – what else is he going to say? Yeah. I mean, we know he isn't right. Yeah. That doesn't mean that Russell you know, Westbrook isn't an amazing player and is not one of the greatest players to ever play. Yeah. But once you start breaking down by position, yeah. eh, wouldn't yeah. call a number two. I would say he's arguably the most athletic player we've ever seen in the NBA, and that's no. a crazy statement because, you know, if you think about, like, how many crazy athletes have played in the well, NBA, I think he's in that conversation. But, yeah, no pound deal. Pound like, he is. Right, for sure. Yeah, yeah no, no, no deal because, I mean, he's not the second-best point guard. No, no, he's not. He's not even the second-best point guard playing right now. Right, exactly. I'll third. Go ahead. All right, next. What's next, Greg? All right, I'll stick with you, LZ. Um, Your L.A. Times brethren, Dylan Hernandez, said in an article today that the Lakers' chance of winning a title are over. Zero. He said they're toast. He called them toast. Toast. That was the exact word he used. Toast. Tostada. Is this a big deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. I mean, what? Anthony Davis said we're back and we're ready. You remember what he said? He said that yesterday. Didn't he say that to KCP? Yes. We're back and we're ready. Yeah. So I'm. I rather listen to AD than my, my than my colleague. Yeah. I uh, actually think it's a big deal. I I, th- I do. I think for somebody to publish on the front page of the LA Times that the Lakers are toast, rather than everybody just going with the notion that LeBron and AD are healthy, we go right back to the championship and we win another one. It's just it's just entitled. And I, I think that, you know, there's some voices out there that are saying, I'm not buying that. And, and until I see it, I know right now I think they're in trouble. And the win last night took my panic meter from an 8 to about a 7-2. But with the schedule the way it is, we're going to find out a lot here in these next few games. I think, and I say I'll find out a lot, like, is LeBron going to be back and is he going to be healthy? Uh, I'm going to say no deal. 
in the sense of like, I mean, that's a bold statement to make. Good Lord, Luca is incredible tonight. Um, it's a bold statement to make. Um, it's still too early. You know, there's still plenty of time. Like, I, I know that that sounds ridiculous at the end of the season, but I, I still feel like there's enough games where LeBron really just needs like one or two, I think. And in the first, as long as they stay out of the play-in, which I, you know, they they helped their chances yesterday. I think they'll be okay. Now, Laura, you called me out because you said that tostada is not toast in Spanish. That also depends on your dialect, okay? Because I know that some people call it brindis, but it in some uh, parts of Latin America, it is called tostada. I've never heard that. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I'm telling never. you. Tostada to me is like, voy a comer una tostada de camarón o una tostada de No, I know. You're yeah, talking about, I feel the right. same way. But, but. <laughs> That's not helping me, Scott. <laughs> right. But el pan, se, el pan es tostado. Yes, tostado. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and people call it tostada. Some people, yeah. not, maybe that's not a Mexican term, but it, yeah. I, I, maybe they go with brindis. Is that how Mexican people call it? Yeah, un brindis. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I've saying. I've never heard that. Okay. I ask, ask some of your South American friends. I got a lot. I'm going to ask. I'm going gonna, I'm okay. to text somebody right now. All right. Text them right now. Let us know. Where's Briones? He'll know. He's Mexican, bro. He's Mexican, bro. <laughs> yeah, broski. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? We just said that it's different. <laughs> um, all right, it's, one more. It's Greg. so great, Greg. It happens to the worst of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't my best moment. No. Um. <laughs> well, you didn't go out and say they all look alike. You didn't go all the way there. But, or you no. didn't say about Latino temperament. There you you didn't do that yeah, either. Right, right. 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 I'm just going to not talk That's about any of that yeah. uh, <laughs> so all right let's go with george then uh spacex launched four nasa astronauts into space to the international space station successfully last incredible. week incredible is this a big deal or no deal yeah dude look um elon musk say what you want about him you think he's a crazy person or whatever and i probably toggle between he's a crazy person and he's a genius pretty regularly when i think about him um not that i think about him all that much but in regards to what he's done with Tesla and SpaceX particularly, it's really hard to argue that he's not a genius and doing things that uh, even the, that the – whether it's the automotive industry or the space industry, right, the space industrial complex, uh, which in this case is the government, um, he, he has exceeded things that they have dreamed of doing, uh, both industries. So uh, I will say big deal when it comes to SpaceX, yes. Big deal. Also, Elon Musk hosting SNL this week. I'm curious about that. You know, well, like- those are weird because sometimes the guys who have no acting chops are great. Um, other times it could be disastrous. There's really no in between. Right. But that's the beauty of this. He's not an actor. He's not a football player. You know, I mean, who knew if Charles Barkley was going to be a great host, which he was. And who knew if Peyton Manning was going to be, which he obviously was. Well, if you see their commercials, though, you get a sense. Right, We've but, never uh, seen Elon do that. Which you know? is why it's so interesting. Will right. Elon Musk walk out for the monologue on Saturday night and lose it? Or does Elon Musk walk out for the monologue like, no problem. I got this like a board meeting. But at a board meeting, I'm not trying to make people laugh. I could bomb right now. So I'm curious about that. And by the way, the SpaceX launch and everything that went with it, yeah, very big deal. Um, I guess it's a big deal. It's just it's a big deal I don't care about. You know, like, okay. like golf. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. That is big deal or no deal. It's a big deal that uh, you may or may not care about. Maybe like golf. Well, then it's really <laughs> a no deal. Right, it's no deal for you, but it is. He does. It, but LZ saying it is a big deal in general, just not right. in his purview, right. per se. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So there you have it. Uh, one more segment to go. One more time to pay homage to your elders with the Lakers. We'll tell you what that means in just a moment. We will discuss El Lobo. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Sassity. <laughs> 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 Uh, you know, when you describe things, you're like, it's so much acid. It's like acidy. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get why you would say it, uh, but it's definitely not. It's not the way you. It's not the proper way to say. Well, it. I'm gonna make it's an much appeal. funnier though. I yeah. would say. I'm gonna try and get it into the next Webster's unabridged dictionary. Acidy. Yeah. 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 Acidocious. I may even try and spell it a s s i d y. Acidy. Rather than with the AC. Yeah, that probably won't fly on Webster. I mean, I'm just trying to make up a word here, George. Yeah, Work with that, me. Help me. That one probably won't fly. Um, let me ask you this question. Um, where do you guys put your grocery carts when you go gro- after you're done grocery shopping? Where are they supposed to go? I don't know. You tell me. Well. When you're done shopping, you go to your, you go to your car. Yeah. Okay? And you're packing yeah. the groceries in your car. Yeah. Where do you leave the cart? Well, you take the cart after you put your groceries in the car, and then you look around because you're a mensch. You're, you're a, a, a member of society. You understand even things that are unwritten rules, and you find the place where you're supposed to put the, the carts, and then you walk it over, and you put it in so that the person who comes from the store who works there can grab them. He doesn't have to schlep all around the entire parking lot picking up people's trash because that's really what it is, Right. Right. So LZ? I'm I'm a I'm a put it back where it belongs guy. As someone who has worked in a grocery store, very much like people who have been waiters and waitresses, they tip well later in life. I make sure I put the cart back because I've been there. I've been there, especially in the dead of winter in Detroit, and you look out in that Meyer parking lot, and there's that one basket, twelve rows away. Snow blowing, wind is howling, and you got to go get that freaking basket because somebody just couldn't put it where it belongs. <laughs> ah. So I always try to make sure. I'm not saying I bat a thousand, but uh, I like to think of myself as an all star in that category. Yeah, I, I do the same. I always put it back. Uh, now, during COVID at my grocery store, I would bring it back to where the, the, the carts are, but the mm-hmm. guy would tell me, just leave it here next to it because we got to wipe them down. Now, I don't believe they're doing that anymore, so I just bring them back. No one has stopped me bringing them back as they did previously. Um, but I do that because even though I did not work at a grocery store growing up, LZ, two of my childhood friends, okay, worked at Kmart, okay? Oh, yes. And at Kmart, 
people they they literally would spend the entire last hour of their day collecting all the carts <laughs> now they would have some fun with it you know they'd start like riding on the carts and all that right. through the parking lot or whatever when it was closed at 11 o'clock at night or whatever it was but i always remember them going oh bro we had we had to stay a little longer as we had to get all the carts so i i i am conscious of that who are these heathens that leave I, the like carts where they're the same exactly people that litter people dude they, what's that exactly those people are who they're the people who do things like leave their empty soda or leave their full soda containers in the movie theater when they leave because they're waiting for somebody else to come and clean up their mess they're the people in the tsa lines who don't grab the little baskets and stack them mm. they let them stay there mm. they're the people who don't use indicators uh-huh. they just Ooh, slow that down person. randomly in the middle of a lane mm. and you don't know mm-hmm. what's happening I hate those people too. I hate those people. I had you know what those people are? Inconsiderate. Oh, Correct. Yes. Right. That's right. Inconsiderate and and just completely unaware. But I had a problem yesterday. I walked out of a grocery store, and I had three bags, and they were moderately heavy, and my car was parked way way far away. Not even in the parking lot. I actually walked from a park, and I came over. I walked to this grocery store. And I thought to myself, can I take this shopping cart all the way to my car? Now, if I get it to my car, then what do I do with it? Like, is it commonplace? Do people just leave carts outside of the parking lot? I'm like, I can't do this. So I pick up the three bags and they're paper bags. And I walk the entire way thinking they're going to break at any second. Just any second, they're going to just break right through. But I got them there, safe. My traps are hurting today, LZ. I was doing shrugs the entire time because each bag was about 25 pounds, you know. So I was getting uh, a workout in. So real quick, how, how do we feel? Uh, actually, let me read this. From Daniel Kahina. He tweets this at me. He says, please read. says, the shopping cart is the litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognize is correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return the cart simultaneously. It is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it's the right thing to do because it's correct. A person who is Unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage who can only be made to do what's right by threatening them with a law and for the force that stands behind them. The shopping Jeez. cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society. Wow. You know, this this all gets back to the wolf and Mark Gasol. If you remember at the end of Pulp Fiction, when yes. Winston Wolf says, just because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. And remember this. Character is what you do when nobody's looking. So if you put the shopping cart back, you are a person of character. And if you're just too inconsiderate to do that, then we can learn a lot about you. That's all. Yeah. We have to respect our elders, LZ. Marcus Gasol gave you 17 great minutes yesterday. And I'm all for that. You think like because I don't want Marcus Saul playing starters minutes means I don't like Marcus Saul. No, 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 I, no. I feel like you have been slightly, slightly, a tinge, a tinge of disrespect, a tinge? No, no. I would say that I've been realistic about where he is mm-hmm. and about what he can do for us. Yeah. Well, Reddit take, has created a market. minutes, he's a beast. 
Yeah. He can be a beast for us in 10 to 15 minutes. But yeah. the more he plays, ah. Okay. Well, look, the, the Reddit, Lakers Reddit, okay, there is such a thing, has created a Marcus All apology form. And it says, to Marcus All, from whoever, whoever. Reason for behavior. The media convinced me he was done. Uh, one of the boxes says, I didn't watch the actual games. The other box says, I've only looked at advanced analytics. The other one is, I don't know basketball. The other one is, I was jealous of Mark. The other one is, Mercury was in retrograde. I don't know what that means. Um, and one says, I will hereby respect Marcus Gasol, and I will not talk down to the future first ballot Hall of Famer, and you have to sign it. Are you, are, is there anything in that Mark Gasol apology form that you are willing to check the box on? Hmm. Let me think. First ballot Hall of Famer probably will be the one. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Uh, hey, you know, listen, we can I like get, it. Listen, I, I just want to say that that this guy came up huge at a critical moment because had they lost last night, yeah, Laker fans would be losing their minds going into Thursday's game against the Clippers. Absolutely, and we can continue this discussion tomorrow because I do want to do this apology form on tomorrow's show because I feel like this is actually really funny content, um, and we should do that. And we can get the grocery store. Uh, cart thing rolling tomorrow. But excellent work, LZ and Cap. Uh, great job, Greg and Laura. We are done here. Uh, Sliwa and Travis up next, Greg. That is correct? Lakers talk. Oh, Lakers talk with Sliwa. Don't believe he will be signing the Marcus Ole apology form. Sliwa, lo- Sliwa loves anything Lakers. That's coming up next. Have a great night. See you. <laughs> 